Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. Christ is in our midst. In the beginning was the Word. Through Him all things were made. In Him was light. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness overcomes it not. That's how our beloved Apostle begins his Gospel. Like Moses, taking us back to the origin of all things. And the very next thing he does in his epic narrative is to go on to introduce a particular man. He says in verse 6 in the first chapter of his gospel, after reminding us of the beginning of all things and Christ the Word, the Logos of God, he says there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The apostle opens his gospel with This introduction to the creator of all things, this same Jesus who has come among us. And the very next thing he does is to call our attention to John the Baptist, the forerunner. And he says of John, he came as a witness to testify concerning that light. So that through him all might believe. (laughs) That's pretty powerful. So that through him, so that through John the Baptist, the forerunner, all might believe. How important, how great is John the Baptist? So great that our beloved apostle felt it necessary to clarify. Just in case someone might get confused, let the audience understand, quote, he himself was not that light. He came only as a witness to the light. Now the apostle goes on in this first chapter of his gospel to talk more about Jesus as the light and how he was rejected by his own people and how we have beheld his glory. Four or five more verses. And in the midst of that, he comes back again. He swings back to the Baptist saying in verse 15, John testified concerning him, Jesus, and he cried out saying, this is the one I spoke about when I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Then John gives us a few more verses about Jesus Christ as the fullness of grace, as God himself in the flesh. And then you guessed it, our beloved apostle turns again, once again, our attention back to John the Baptist. And that's where our reading picks up today, in verse 19 of the first chapter of this beloved apostle. Now next to Jesus, of course, and our blessed mother, John the forerunner and Baptist is perhaps the greatest human being to have ever walked on this earth. 
Who is he and why is he so great? John was a man sent from God. Now we know that his conception was miraculous. And interestingly and importantly, next to our blessed mother and the Savior, of course, John's nativity is the only other nativity feast that we celebrate. John was slightly older than Jesus. He was of the priestly caste, a relative of Christ. John and Jesus met while in their mother's wombs. And when they met, John recognized his Lord and Savior, and he leapt for joy. We read that John was filled with the Holy Spirit while still in his mother's womb. Later, he went out into the wilderness. He became a great ascetic. He knew God in the wilderness. God spoke to him, told him things, just like he did to the prophets of old. But John was greater, greater than all the prophets of old. There had, in fact, been no one greater born of woman. While John was in the wilderness, in the presence of God, God told him that the anointed one was coming, and that he, John, would be sent as a witness, a forerunner, to prepare the way, to testify of the light, so that everyone might believe through him, through John. Now, there are many things that we could say and talk about concerning why John the Baptist is so great. But there is one thing in particular which we see in today's reading and perhaps in all the stories in the Gospels about John. So it begins today, our reading, saying, now this was John's testimony. Now this was John's testimony. You see, John the Baptist, the forerunner, had been called to prepare the way for the manifestation of the Son of God for the gospel itself, for the very coming of the kingdom in this world. We can sort of think of him in his role, similarly, sort of as a parallel to the Blessed Virgin. We know that God prepared her in his heart before creation in order that he might cross that infinite divide and become man. She was absolutely necessary. There had to be a, a touch point for God to enter in to our humanity and become part of his own creation. And that was Mary. Without her fiat, the fathers tell us, there would be no Jesus the man. Well, God also prepared the forerunner to prepare the way for Christ to manifest himself and to bring the kingdom of God to us. It's interesting, as I said, to note that these two were the only ones whose nativity we actually have a feast for. But coming back to our text this morning, this was John's testimony. When the Jewish leaders sent priests and Levites to ask him who he was. Who are you? They asked him. Tell us who you are. Then our apostle writes, He did not fail to confess, but confessed freely, I am not the Messiah. He did not tell them who he was. You notice, he did not answer their question. He told them who he wasn't. Because it really wasn't all that important who he was. It was important who he is. They didn't get the message. And they didn't give up. They came back at him. Then who are you? Are you Elijah? I am not. 
Are you the prophet? No. Who are you? Give us an answer, they said. Tell us who you are. Ah, I'm a voice. Voice in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. They came back at him again. Well, if that's all you are, why are you baptizing? It's just water, he says. I am not. I am not. I'm just a voice. It's just water. But there is one among us, one that you do not know, one whose sandal strap I am not even worthy to untie. The apostle, our beloved apostle, describes actually in this first chapter of his gospel, he tells us about how John's testimony of Christ unfolds over three consecutive days. Day one essentially consists in him declaring, I am not. Who are you? I am not the Christ. I am not Elijah. I am not the prophet. That's day one. Day two, John's standing there and he sees Jesus coming towards him and he says, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is the one. So day one is, I am not. Day two is, behold the Lamb, he is the one. Day three, John the Baptist was standing there with two of his disciples, Andrew being one of them, and Jesus walked by and he cried out again, look, the Lamb of God. And John's two disciples, when they heard it, they left him and followed Jesus. Day three, John sends his disciples away from himself to follow Jesus. The essence of John's life and testimony really consists, I think, in these three consecutive days and steps. I am not. He is the one. Go follow him. We know that the root of all self-love, of all sin, of every sinful passion, the fathers tell us, is self-love. It's envy. It's self-obsession. We know that the ancient rebellion was prompted by envy. Lucifer was envious of man's role in God's economy and envious of God himself. And that was the very temptation he used to lure the woman and the man into disobedience. Envy. Self-focus, mistrust of God, self-obsession. He told them, God's trying to keep something from you. You need to look out for yourself, protect your interests, take it, grab it, steal it, possess it for yourself. That was the message they fell for. All the while, Jesus is offering us a cross to ascend. John the Baptist, in his person and ministry, embodies, embodies better than anyone else, save our Blessed Mother, the essence of, I am not, he is. He is all in all. John was not obsessed with himself. As important as the world thought that John was, that Christ thought John was, John was consumed with Christ. John smashes the lie of Satan 
which entices us with idolatry of self. He does it through his absolute trust in God, his humility, before the very one who is worthy of our worship and allegiance, our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Maranatha, come, Lord, quickly. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.